Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, what's going on? I'm home right now. Only as a precaution. Everybody in Ramabat Chemish either has the flu or COVID. There's guys that sit right next to me. They're out now with COVID. And it's only a matter of time. So I figured, let me go home before I get it. I started feeling, I had like sort of like a, a cold or something. So I figured, I might as well just go home. If I have something, I don't want to give it to anybody else. And I don't really want to get it because I don't know what to do. If if I get sick, uh, Menachem Ate doesn't really want to give the shear. No one fixes in America. It's, it's, it's going to be a disaster. So I'm here now. A little bit of a cold, nothing too serious. Let me show you. Uh, this is our good friend, Donny Fine, with Ozzy Fine, his son, doing the daf at home because, yeah, they have COVID. This is Richie Dweck, who does not have COVID. He's enjoying himself 19 below zero outside with a cigar. Oh, big Mazel Tov, F94. Akiva Salkowitz, brand new baby, sent me, this is off a video he sent me. He actually, he's listening to the shear, so don't worry that he's not looking, and he's being distracted, he's listening. We have here, Dirib Eli from Designer Woodcraft. This is the world's first ever MDY mobile van, based in Manchester. We'll be trawling the streets, hopefully tracking many to sign up. To the fastest growing Davshir. Huge shout out to all the worldwide reps for all they do behind the scenes. P.S. I'll still be running my carpentry business from the van. But as always, it's business before pleasure. Shimmy Lifeman. Here you go. It's MS. It's not a, It's not photoshopped. It's it's on his van. That's how big it is. That's the new ad. I believe Yumi. Yumi. You guys know Yumi. He's the one that, um, that did the ad. Because Yidi Leibowitz as we know, is not available right now, unfortunately. This I'm reading because of the email address, geschmack to do the daf at gmail.com. Geschmackster, he calls himself. The current demonstration was the best visual aid yet. Wouldn't be surprised if, you, if Yeshua came back just for seeing that. Uh, how's, how's the one Zoom doing? It's like in the good old days. I see Rabbi Schoenberg got the message. I'm not coming to Shir today. He's on, he's on Zoom. Did you hop that Rafal, the barber, signed up 60 people so far? 6 0. It's uh, a little Meshuggah. 6 0. Crazy. Um, okay, I'm not going to read the rest of this, but God Elbaz, he's the one that got God Elbaz. Beautiful. Rebelli. I've purposely been pretty low-key in the shear. I've been doing the shear straight since Masechus of Shoshana, but I haven't even signed, I didn't sign up until Megillah. I can no longer stay in the shadows. How's the volume on Zoom? Is it decent? Okay, because I don't have a mic plugged in there. After your table demonstration, I immediately stopped to write this email because it hit me like a ton of bricks. What separates your Halegah shear from the other shiurim? Question mark. Could I have understood the different types of bowing from another shear? Sure, but I'll never forget them thanks to you. Same with many other demonstrations, charts you've done. You make learning accessible and gishmak to so many people. Tremendous for your truly great sacrifice in order to teach Torah to every Jew. 
I'm not sure that everyone watches understands the preparation time goes into Yishurim. Yes, they understand. Don't worry about it. But it should be because it's, it's tremendous. It should cut up to my father who got me to join. Shout out to Rebbe Medetsky, a fellow Darchi Torah Rebbe. So is this from a Darchi Torah Rebbe? I didn't get it. Anonymous, just kidding. Josh Leighton. Leighton. Rebbe from Darchi, Josh Leighton? I don't think so. Maybe. Who knows? A fellow Darchi Torah Rebbe. Maybe. Rabbi Yisai, today's the Koilo. Parnas for the Koilo Achodesh is Reb Chaim from Lakewood. I have to figure out when it's over. I forgot to look it up. We truly miss you. You have no idea what happened behind the scenes just to get that one ad out that was good for London and good for Eretz Yisrael and good for this. And do you put a Ferris wheel on my cotton? Is it about Ferris wheels? Is it about Chalamoya trips? Not Ahina here. I didn't get involved. I just saw back and forth. Mesechtes Megillah Shmuli Hecht F two forty five Linishes Remorach Shlomim Pinchas Tuvi Zechron Evochem and Avram Moshe Peretz Beis Neshama Haben Avliyah Parnas Achodesh Daniel and Tzil Cohen Zechus for Fush Shlomim for Gabriel Binyamin Ben Tzil Fruma Bobby T J S sixty nine I don't know what is going on here with these things. Bobby T is his name. J S Jerusalem sixty nine maybe I don't know. Four Shlomim for my father Mark. What's J S? You have any idea? No clue. Maybe Jerusalem. In honor, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot how to pronounce this name. In honor of Leo Freo, you guys remember? I, I pronounced it once before. F R E U E. F one ninety one. A true friend, Raveli. Thank you for the excitement you put into this. Hashem should continue to bless you with more learners. Bezer Hashem. Thank you, thank you, Charles Said. Dedicated to your dear mother, Leah Batser of Yosef. By Shimi, in honor of Yehuda, Ben and Gavriel Brown, climbing three quarters up Megillah, making past the Halikela Park Ranger for the final stretch. Whatever that means, Raboisai. Here we are, on Davchov Gimel with Bays, transmitting live from Ramat Chemish in my. Maybe I should show you what's going on here for a second. Stop, what? On YouTube, the guys in Zoom. We'll see it later. This is my office. And just to show you the shtick here, I don't know if you can see, the ceiling is eight minute daf ceiling. Why? Because this is where I sit all day long. And uh, it's a small, tiny copy of a base medrash, the base medrash of MDY. Says the Gehela Yagimara. Now, I have a question for the Ilum. What are you showing me, Ellie? I'll turn this off for a second. What are you saying? Your mother. Oh, That's what this means? Come on in. Yoel, my son, my 11-year-old. Here he is. Givaldik. You need a chair. Take a, Get a folding chair sit right there. We'll have one, one live guy. Okay. Have a Shiloh for the Oilom. Why is it that we don't make a bracha on the beautiful light that Hashem gives us every day. The beautiful, we get to see things. Without light, you can't see anything. You bump into things. How come? Yeah, the answer is we do. Every single day, we make a bracha. So we're going to get into it. Says the We're continuing. Open the door. Somebody's knocking on the door. Maybe it's Gary. You need at least 10 people 
to make the bracha for Avelim and Sheva brachas. Ask the Gemara, Birkas Avelim, not ask the Gemara, what is Birkas Avelim, says the Gemara, Birkas Rechava. This might not be so straight, hold on. Yeah, we need Gary here. Rechava. So what's Rechava? Rechava means a street. So the way it used to work, as we mentioned yesterday, when they came back from the Levaya, still in the street, they would make a Sudas Havra. How you doing, Avi? Avi Gagir is in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean the the Zoom nobody sees. Aha, I hear what you're saying. This The YouTube is straight, but the Zoom is on an angle, so they won't see my thing. Thank you. Yishkoyach. I made a bracha already. Okay. So, we're talking about the Oval. They come back from the Beis HaKfaras. In the street, they do a Sudas Havra. And they give a bracha to those who came to the Levaya. Interesting. First, you give a bracha to those who came to the Levaya. You say, Achenu. Rashi brings it down. You can look in Rashi. Bala Gmul Yishalom Lechem Gmul Chem Baruch Hu will pay you back for your great deeds, Hashem will pay you back for the chesed. It's chesed shalemes. Nobody can pay you besides Hashem. And then we make a bracha for the avelim, Achenu, my brethren, my brothers, Bal He'll know how to be Menachem you. Hashem And they used to do this seven times in the street. All seven of these. Brachas, uh, uh, the Sudas, Brachas in the street. So it's called Ruchava. You need at least 10 people, says the Mishnah, to make these Brachas. You cannot count the ones that are mourning as part of the 10. You need 10 in addition to the Avelim. He could be part of the 10 for the Shevet Brachas. He's Besimcha, he's part of it, it's appropriate. You can make zimon. You can make zimon, of course, three people. But if you want to say Shem Hashem, you need ten. Like we know, given the boy lemeimar, there's not a lot of chidushim here because we're very familiar with these halachas of ten. Given the boy lemeimar and varach lelekenu, but masara la boyerchara. These are the gemaras here. We had it a few other places, but these are this is how we know these halachas. You need at least ten to say varach lelekenu. The Gemara Brachas discusses a hundred people, a thousand people. I don't. Even I gave out cards then, but that was for everybody else, not for myself. So everybody else remembers what you say. If you ever encounter, you want to say uh, a bracha, Birkas Hazimon, by the Siyam Mashas, and there's a hundred thousand people, there's a whole different thing that you have to say. So in order to do an appraisal for the, the Karka, that you want to pull out a Hegdish, you want to redeem it from Hegdish and buy it. Let's say somebody donated his house to the Beis HaMikdash and you want to buy the house. You want to give the cash to the Beis HaMikdash and get the house. You need 10 people to appraise it. So we have a klal in the Torah. If the Torah says, Kayan, you need a Kayan. So that means, not a Yisrael, just a Kayan. So then why does the Torah repeat itself? A second time. We already, we get the hint. Just the kayin. The repetition, the repetition is to tell us that it's coming to include somebody else. Kayin, kayin means Yisrael. Great. But it says it ten times in the Torah. 
The word Kayan ten times when it comes to different things of Hegdish. Behema, Karka, ten times. So teaches us, you need at least one kain, because that's the first one, tells us kain. But the second one is a ribui. The third one, I did this literally one minute before shir, so it's very, very elementary, very Panovich-like. But just to give you a little maybe, here's ten times it says kain. The first one is a miot. No, only a kain. But then the second one comes and says that one, if it says it twice, this comes to include, comes to tell us the Yisrael. So this is a riboy. So then why does it say kain again? To be memai, to say, no, you can't do a Yisrael, only a kain. So that, that's a kain. So then why does it say it again? To include a Yisrael. So then why does it say it again? To say only a kain. So bottom line is, we have five kaihanim and five Yisraelim based on this. You can't just say, oh, they all come to include Yisraelim. So when it says kasha, it's a, it's a good kasha. Yes, ein miut achar miut elo l'rabois, but guess what? Ein ribu achar ribu elo l'mayit. And it goes back and forth and back and forth. It goes ten times. So we have a miut and a ribu and a miut and a ribu, so it's five plus five. So we don't know exactly where we know that you need nine Yisraelim and one koyim. Continuing with the Gemara of Adam Koyim, and if you redeem a human being, Adam Yikadosh, what? I could say that my son is, is a Hegdish and I'm giving him to the Beis Hamikdash. And if somebody wants to come and redeem him, we need 10 people to, to figure out how much he's worth. We're not talking about the human being. We're talking about how much value does a person give to another human being that he says, I want to donate to the Beis Hamikdash as much as Mark is worth. How much is Mark worth? I don't know. So I need to bring nine Yisraelim, one Kayan, and they say, oh, he's a great guy, he's this, he's good at this, he's good at that. He's worth uh, $2 million. Okay, so you have to give $2 million, but you need 10 people to decide that. Says the Gemara, So you evaluate and appraise him like a slave. And it's similar to Karka, like we said before. The official Mishnah sponsored L'schus Ruchni for Shimshin David Lipa and Yosef Yehuda, all brothers Yeshua Michal, the sons of Yehuda's Bela. Says the Mishnah, as we learned, every Aliyah must be minimum of three Psukim. Now, as I mentioned, the Temanim, they have something called Tarjum. They don't call it Targum, they have a, a Jimel, and they have a Matur Jimon, right? Oh, he's, he's, some, some Taiman is excited over there. Okay, great. Matur Jimon. They have it at the So the, the mission is telling us you say one Pasuk and let the Matur Jimon repeat it in Aramaic, explain what the Pasuk is. Because if you're going to give more than one Pasuk, the Matur Jimon is not going to remember it. He's not reading out of a Chomesh. So do it one at a time. You don't want any problems. You don't want any mistakes in the Torah. Top of Chavdal and Aleph. But when it comes to a Navi, there aren't halachas in Navi that we're concerned of. So maximum, he'll make a little bit of a mistake. No, nothing really happened. What if the three psukim in the Navi are three different topics? Then you don't do all three in one shot. You break it up. 
The Gemara is going to give us an example where you have three psukim that are three different topics. How much... Uh, sorry, if I make a mistake, somebody has to do something. I don't know what, if I mix. I almost missed here. You cannot skip in the Torah, even one possible. But, like we do in the Navi, we see all the time. You know, the guy stops, Bakar stops, and they start rolling it, and he goes a peric later. You could skip in the Navi. How much? I didn't prepare this before, but let's say Pasuk and Ravi and Boy. That's where I'm holding in Schneimaker. So I have a thing here. I didn't read it yet. In English, I'm going out right about Chatzois Kachatzois. Pasuk Dal says the Targum. Oh, so here I have a Sefer Torah. And it goes like this. And he's, he's rolling it, he's rolling it. Oh, stop. Because now, I f- the metargum finished. I can't keep on rolling like this because it's going to cause the tzibur a tircha. You don't want them waiting and doing nothing. That's called tircha the tzibur. But uh, so long that the metargum is talking, then I can roll it real quickly. We're going to see that it's not a joke. You could get, Gemara is going to say in a second, five, six uh, prokim, maybe more. Let's see. Says the Gemara, We had this Gemara already a couple days ago. Why do you need three psukim when you come to Laini? Says the Gemara, It represents Tanakh. What else do we have? Representing Koy and Levi Yisrael, also we have. I wish I had a camera here. Take a picture of my son. One guy, one kid, 11-year-old, sitting right across from me. Schmack, yo! I'm not taking you scuba diving if you finish the Mishnah. Don't think you're getting something special here. Don't worry, I'll get, I'll get you something. I don't know what. We read this already in the Mishnah. Keep so the, the Gemara gives us an example. Where do you have three psukim that are three, three prokim, not so much three prokim, three concepts. That's one. The immediate pasuk afterwards is Again, So kichoyomar is like a whole other topic. Mitzrayim, yoradami barishoyno, No connection to the pasuk before that. And then all of a sudden, the pasuk right after that, mali Okay, three different things. So you have to read it individually. You cannot skip in the Torah. Virimini. Koira Virimini. Koira Achre Mois. Ayim Kippur. Ayim Kippur, the Kain Gadol reads two parashiyas. One is Achre Mois. And then he goes, the Bach Basar. Talks about Yom Kippur. Ask the Gemara, become a Daleg. You see that you do skip around on Yom Kippur, you skip. On Yom Kippur, all you're skipping is seven prokim. 
So I can roll this up real quickly as the Maturgamon is saying his thing. Here, this beautiful Sevatar. As he's rolling it up, I could I could roll up real quickly to the next thing. Seven prokem later. That's what I could do. Real quickly. He says, whatever, how long does it take to read a pasuk? Ten seconds? So in ten seconds, I could go real quick and get seven prokem. And there's no problem of Tirchadet Tzibur and Kippur. Our mission is discussing a case where there's going to be a Tirchadet Tzibur. But at the end of the day, it says that you don't skip in the Torah. From our Mishnah's mashma, you can't skip at all when it comes to a Sefer Torah. So Abayi makes an Afkemino. If I'm skipping within the same idea, within the same concept, it's okay, as long Again, as nobody's waiting. But if I'm skipping to another concept, that's also. Votanya, Rashi says, is very obvious that Votanya is not a question, it's a continuation, a proof. You're permitted in a Torah, in a Sefer Torah, on Shabbos, on Yom Kippur, to skip one idea, one concept. And in another, you're allowed to even to two different ideas. As long as the Turgaman is still talking and it doesn't cause a Tircha de Tzibur. Shneimasar is the very small Nevi'im that you could skip. The way I understand it in Rashi, I think that's the. It's a difficult, difficult reading. The words are so, sort of hard to understand. But the idea is very simple. Do not go backwards. It does use an interesting Lashon. Don't go from the end to the beginning. But what it means is, just don't go in reverse. There are some that learn that don't go back a lot. Like, from the end to the jump backwards, like a few pro- But the simple Pashup Shad in Rashi is, that do not go in reverse. The official Mishnah sponsored by in the schos of Ruchni for Shimshin David Lipa and Yosef Yehuda and Yeshu Michal Bene Yehudas Bela. Hamafter Benavi who pires al Shma. So Rashi explains that we're talking about there's a guy that he was used to. Reading the, he's the official Bakaira of the Shul. So, since he's the official Bakaira of the Shul, he gets compensated or he gets to do other stuff. For instance, as we learned yesterday, personal Ashma, and that is if 10 new people come into the Shul during the minion, you, you, you say Baruch for them, you say, he gets to do it, he's the Chazan. He's the chazan for shachris. This is a difficult one. He, if he's a kayan, he gets to do duchening. And the, the question is, what do you mean? Every kayan gets to do duchening. If he wasn't a chazan, he'd also duchen. The best pshat that I saw, for me it was the best pshat from the Meroi Mishad, it's a different pshat. Some say we're talking about a shul just of kayhanim, uh, whatever, different pshat. I like this pshat. It says that in those days, one kayan would be mighty all the kayhanim with the bracha. They all said, 
but in the in the bracha for the kohanim, it's not for the klal, it's not for the tzibur. Hashem commanded the kohen to to bench klal Yisrael. That's for the kohanim to say, not for the even the Israelim to listen to. So one was mighty everybody. He gets the schos to be mighty everybody. He's the shliach tzibur. If he's a minor so the cotton, like I mentioned in Yerushalayim, it's very, very acceptable, even at the Yemazeh, that the Katanim they read, let's say the Aftarah. So he's the Maftir. So, but he can't dive in for the Ahmed. He's 11 years old. I mean, it's very cute to watch. They, they read it beautifully out of a cloth. What takes an American a whole year to prepare, you know, the, the, with, the, with the bar mitzvah teachers, and they do it by themselves that week, and they lay in. The next week they do it again, all over, no problem. So, but he gets up there, what's he, what's he going to do? He, he can't dive for the Ahmed? So his father does it for him, or his Rebbe. His father comes first, obviously. We don't do it today. Umetargim, and it could also be the one that explains it in Aramaic. He cannot be mighty the tzibur, so therefore he can't be a chazan. He can't do it for the guys that are walking in late. He can't be a regular chazan. We know all this. You look around in shul. We have. Some of this, we have a kid in our show that has a, a tremendous voice. He's in a, in a concert and in, in choirs and everything. His father is very musical. Shalom Kinori's son. I think his name is Eli. Beautiful voice. And he's been duchening for years. So the answer is, he could duchen with his father. But he can never, ever get up there by himself and duchen. That you can't do. The Enoi Noises Kapov means alone. Poicheyach. What in the world is Poicheach? So we have a big machlaikis Rishonim here. According to Rashi, I believe, he says Krav. Now, this is Shaykh, it's somewhere over here, all the way down here. If that is exposed, and this will be a problem for Mizrahis and whatever, they come to Shul sometimes a little barefoot, this is a problem. Now, the a big issue is that on Omid Bey's Rashi says that this is a erva. And everybody discusses how could it be? It's not an erva, but it is. So they explain that it's it's not proper for shul. You don't you don't daven like that for the Omid. According to Taisvis, he says over here, his clothes are ripped. You know, like those ripped jeans, ripped shirt, it's ripped clothing. According to the riff. His upper body is exposed. And other Rishonim say, I believe in Taisa somewhere else, that it's his upper arm is exposed. So if you come with a tank top, you come from a basketball game, you shouldn't be davening for the Amit. In fact, I was told, and I, I never, I've never seen it, I was told that Svartim and Svarti Shuls, they have a sleeve that comes up to here and it, it has like a, a, a tie, a knot, so that when you daven for the Amit, you cover your sleeves. Okay, I, I personally wanted to do, I, want to, I thought I could make a lot of money like this. I want to make a stand, like a, you know, a little stand, and sell or rent. As you walk into Reb Chaim Kanievsky, to have these sleeves. I had this idea by myself. Sleeves 
Also, a cover for your watch, and maybe a fake beard. These three things are the, the three... If you go to Reb Chaim Kanievsky, you don't have a beard, Hashem Yirachem. So I thought maybe if you have like a... You can make a lot of money. If I didn't take it up. If somebody wants to do it, a fake sleeve, cover for the watch, a fake beard, you get the best bracha ever. Like a bua, but like with the with all the kavanas. Says Gemara, If you're, whatever the pshan and perchech is, your, your leg is exposed, your upper body, your, your, your shoulder, ripped clothing, you could be pyrus as shema. Interesting. You could be moitzi the tzibur, umetargim, and you could be the guy that's saying the Aramaic. Avalene koyer batayra, bakoyer no. That's not covered atayra. Veinu oiver lefnei ateva. No, maybe this is where Chaim Kanevsky got it from. According to those Rishonim, it's not covered atayra. You don't walk into a gully like that. It's not covered atayra. Veinu oiver lefnei ateva, and you cannot be a chazan. Veinu noises kapa. I'm thinking like I dive in shuls, you know. More, uh, I don't know, the shuls that we had in Chicago, many times guys came in with shorts. At the time, I thought, hey, it's a little bit weird. It's a little inappropriate. But over here, you see, it really is. It's a Mishnah. Shorts, tank top. You know, th- th- there's a certain, certain levush that you have to wear. Venenois is kapok. A guy that's a poicheach, whatever that is, according to, pick your Rishon, according to Rashi, it seems like he's the most machmer. The bottom part of your leg is exposed. You should not duchen, you should not daven for the Ahmed, and you shouldn't be a Balkaira. Suma, a blind man, Pyrus is Shema, Umatar game. He could daven for the Ahmed when 10 new people come in in the middle of davening, after they already said Baruch, we can repeat Baruch for them. That whole, just say Yoytah Ma'ir, skip a have a rabbi, have a silo, whatever you call it, and go on. But, Rabbi Hudai Merkoshloi Ra Ma'ir is if he was born blind, he should not say Prisa Shema. Now, the famous story with the Rambam, the, the non-Jewish doctors were very jealous of the Rambam that he was the doctor of the king, and they said, they had a big argument, they always used to argue, and one of the things they argued about, the Rambam said that a person that's blind from birth can never be healed, and they said they could heal. And in fact, they brought a blind person from birth, and they healed him. And they said, ha, you see, you're, you could heal. So the Ram said, let me see, let me see if you really healed him. Could he really see? And he took out a red handkerchief and he asked the guy, he said, what color is this? And the guy said, it's red. You see, he's healed. Says the Rambam, if he's blind from birth, he doesn't know what red is. It's impossible to describe a color. And if he knew what color it is, it's a raya that, he's, that they're lying. So a person that's blind from birth, he doesn't know to appreciate light. He doesn't know what light is, and therefore... He cannot say a baruch Thank you for giving us light. My time. What is the reason that a guy that gets mafter gets all these special things? Who pires al shema? Who over teva? Who noises kapo? We give him all the honor. There was a Mendy told me this joke. He said that there was a guy in shul. He came to he came to a brand new place, and they wanted to be mechaberim, so they give him ravi. He gets revealed, he's very upset. He looks at the Gav and he says, you know, by us in Shul, Revi's for losers. So the Gavi says, I know, I know, by us also. Zog Gemara, Tnan, oh no, Mishum Kavad. So, 
My time, or a Papa Amar Mishum Kavad. Why do we give a guy mafter? Because it's such a terrible aliyah. It's, it's, it's a bazillion. What, you're giving me mafter? Uh, what am I? Uh, I'm chopped liver? You give every, everybody aliyahs that are part of the Torah, part of the laning, and me, you're going to give a Navi thing, something that belongs to Navi, and we only read a couple of psukim to make it look like it's chashev, like the Torah. It's because of the Torah. I need shlishi, shishi, if I'm chasidish, or the graz, shishi. <laughs> What's this business? So people, it, 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 this, this nonsense started way back then in the time of the Gemara, in the time of the Tanai. Rav Hashim Yomar Mishum Again, nonsense of people. They like to fight. The guy's going to say, what? You get to daven for the Amit and I don't? I just get an aliyah? My benayah, what's the nafkimino la'alacha? Two different guys getting insulted. What if the chazan is for free? So now the guy getting the aliyah can't complain. Well, I have a better voice than you. I should be the chazan. Who cares? You're the chazan. You're not even getting paid for it. So you be the chazan, I get the aliyah. But if he gets paid for it, then people start asking questions. You don't know, I have a tremendous voice. I mean, nobody real, realizes it yet, but my mother said I really have a good voice, and I was in the, the choir in, in, in second grade, and this and that. People, they live in fanta, fan, fantasies, fantasia, they say. All right. If the kid read the Haftarah, so his father gets the his father dance for the Ahmed, or his Rebbe, if it's about fighting, this 11-year-old is not going to start fighting. Oh, I deserve, not deserve. So why, why give it to the father? It's more like an honor thing. So that's why you give it to the father. But uh, again, a cotton is going to say, I deserve a different thing, I deserve that. You know what? The kid comes to show with his father, he just turned it up, on his base. They're the ones that get insulted, so you give it to them. So if there's honor of father, so there's also a fight with the father, father will make a fighter. The Chavdal is sponsored by Moshe Horn and Woody Wyman as a schoz for Morty Moskowitz. In honor of me for all that I do. Not that much. Says the Gemara, What if a cotton comes in? Where's that picture? Walks into the shawl, slightly barefoot, or without a shirt on, his, 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 his upper arm is exposed. What happens? Omar Leivitibayalacharum. <coughs> Why don't you ask a question about what if he comes in naked? Which reminds me a joke. I wouldn't say it myself, but Rav Lassery, he's a, he's a Rosh Koylal, very, very funny individual. I heard it with my own ears, him saying. He said there was once a guy that we're talking about over here, he wasn't clothed at all jumped into a taxi. So the taxi driver looks at him and looks at him again. So the guy looks at the taxi driver and says, I don't understand, this never happened to you before. He said, no, 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 it did. I'm just wondering, how are you going to pay me? So why don't you ask a question about a kid that's completely undressed? What are you asking me a question that his leg is on? You obviously don't have a question about a kid that's not dressed at all. That would be completely inappropriate for a kid that just came out of a shower to, to, to lay. So, so, so there's no nafkimina if, 
if he's completely undressed or his leg or the bottom of his leg. It's just like a gobble. It's not appropriate. You don't have a kid that's 11 years old. It's not wearing shoes. Bring the Balkaira. Sumo Tanya A lot of people tried to figure out the Maisa Merkov and Yecheskel. Things we don't understand. Six Knofayim and then this and that. What does it mean? But they, they delved into it and they figured it out. So what do you see? You see that you could understand things that you never saw in your life. Nobody saw Merkava, but you could understand it. So maybe a blind person could understand. Over there, by Merkava, you're understanding. You're not seeing. You're understanding a concept. That you can understand. No. But what's the pshat in, in Yoytzer Ar? Why do you make a bracha? Because you, you think Hashem that He created a light and I, I benefit from the light. But a blind person doesn't benefit from the light. So it's a great taino. So Rabbanon, not true. A blind person benefits a lot from the light. I always was in pain. Not understanding what this positive means. Like a blind person, it's one of the clothes. The blind person, you are going to feel around in the in, in the afternoon, in the noon, like a blind person feeling around in the dark. What's the difference, dark or light, for a blind person? I don't understand what the Torah is saying. That he heard it from a blind person and then he understood the puzzle. I was in the complete dark. He saw a blind person with a flashlight. Why do you have a torch in your hand? It's not for me to see. It's for others to come and help me and save me. All the, the different things that, that could get me on the way, little holes, little thorns, people see that I'm blind, and they come and they run and they save me. I saw that somebody says, to explain about Shem Tov, on this, on this Gemara, it's not, I didn't understand it in the words of Al Shem Tov, that's how he explains it, that it's, the Gemara is talking about a person that doesn't learn so much Tyra. He doesn't learn that much Tyra, but he supports Tyra. He supports Tyra like Reb Chaim from Lakewood. Supports Tyra. So he doesn't, he, he's blind, so to speak, Chaim learns a lot. I'm just saying the supporting part. So, but if you have an avuka biyadai, you support Tyrus, says the Baal Shem Tov, then it's Matzilin that saves you in this world. Where uh, Without that, if you didn't have that support, you would, you would either have to learn or you'd stumble. But supporting Tyra gives, that's what the Baal Shem Tov says. Says the Gemara, I thought it was interesting. There was a, a Balchuva, a guy that's becoming close to Yiddishkeit. There wasn't Balchuva yet. And they brought him to Shul on Chavez. And he told his host, he said, listen, I, everything was great. But could you explain to me why do you have a ghost dance? I thought it was Givaldi. The Birkus Kehanim, he saw a bunch of ghosts going, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's a ghost dance. What's going on here? Anyway, we're so used to it, but a guy that comes from the outside, what in the world? So, 
a kind that has something on his hand, something wrong with his hand, he's not permitted to duchen. Rashi says because the shechina is on his hand, and in those days they didn't cover their hand, so people are going to look. It's weird. What's going on here? So they're going to look, and they're going to look at the shechina, and that's going to cause him to become blind. Toises and Chagigah says that's a problem of Heschadas. You're supposed to be concentrating on Birkus Kahanim, you're going to be looking at his hand. Taisa Rush says something in between. He says, today, there's no Shekhin on the hands. Why? Because we, the Kahanim don't say Shemash Amafurush. But nevertheless, he uses a Lashen that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is hiding, is mates, he's peeking from within the fingers of the Kahanim. And that's why Kahanim today don't look at their own hands. The Mishnabura says that even Bizman we shouldn't look, even though we don't say him Shem and Farish because of uh, to commemorate the Beis Hamikdash, and also because of Hezchadasi talks about. The Ramah says that today we cover our hands, it's not a problem, but many, many, I wasn't aware of this, many, many say you shouldn't cover your hands. It's a problem to cover your hands, but we do. I saw Rabbi Yitzchak Zilberstein says, that if a Kayin doesn't have a talus, it's also for him to duchen today. What he could do is grab the Chazan's talus, because for him it's not such a mitzvah to have a talus on, but it's more of a mitzvah for the Kayin to duchen. Says the Mishnah, If he has something like this, it's a, it's a, a certain die, woad it's called in English, stis. He shouldn't, it's weird, people are going to look. Why do you have yellow on your hand? Why do you have green? What do you have? What, what's going on here? Everybody's going to stare. If a person has a crazy thing going on with his leg, they're going to look at his leg, and they're going to look up his, and then they're going to see his hands. It's a problem. So it's not just the hands. It's everything. Somebody asked me, Shaila, what about if somebody wears uh, okay, I'll, I'll say the shayla at the end. The question was, what if somebody wears MDY socks? Is that weird? So we're going to see the answer soon. Says the Gemara. Omer, Yodov, If he has a lot of spots on his hand, Lisa's cap of, again, people are going to look at his hands. Akumois, if they're crooked. Akushois, the bent sideways. Lisa's cap of. It causes people to look and stare. A guy from Haifa, and somebody from Beishan, because they flip the Aleph to Ayin, and Ayin to Aleph. Now, Ashkenazim, including Hasidim, and anybody from Ashkenaz, they don't, they don't differentiate between an Aleph and an Ayin. But they don't flip an ayin to aleph. You know what I mean? So we're bad in one direction, not in both directions. They, instead of saying aleph, they say aleph. Instead of saying ayin, they say ayin, like Ashkenazi, which is a problem. We don't, we don't say it well. Rebchia tells Rebshim Barabi, he's making fun of him, sort of. If not, if you are a Levi, now you see, I'm just noticing this now. Ilmale over here is with a Yud. If you are, 
you wouldn't be able to, 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 to get up there. Why? You have a weird voice. He's making fun of him. If it's strange, you squeak like, like, like a kid. You, you, have, you can't do it. Also, he goes running to his father. Who's his father? Rabbi. You know, he told me. He told me I wouldn't be able to be a kid. If you come to the Pasuk, now, he didn't know how to say, the one that made fun of, didn't know how to say a ches. He was like American. So he didn't know how to say, so it sounds like, that you're going to beat up Hashem. Kids, you want to make fun of my son? Bring it. You... You don't know how to say a ches, you. Now, if you don't know shas, then you have a problem. But if you know shas, then you know that in Masechtas Beit Zadav Chavches, it says, also, if you don't know shas, and you have a chavrusa that knows shas, and you sit next to the bells of chazan shas, it also helps a lot. Okay. I didn't remember this. Don't worry about it. In, in Beit Zadav Chavches, it says that these two were best friends. In fact, it says over there that he, when, when Rebbe had a lot of food, he used to take, he brought seven fish, he grabbed, Rebbe grabbed five out of the seven. They were best friends. So to say that he was making fun of him, maybe he gave him like a little, you know, like a little stuck, like a, like a friendly kind of thing. They were in a good mood. They were not bothering each other because they were literally best friends, these two. Just pointing it out. Says Gemara, oh, we almost have to stop. I could go forever because there's no minion now. But we started late. Says the Gemara, Omer Abuno, Zvalgon, Leisas Kapov. Somebody that has tears in his eyes, also people are going to look. But there was a guy like that, and he used to duchen. Says the Gemara, So this is very interesting. It reminds me, there's a kid that I know very well. He's in my brother in law's yeshiva, he runs around there, and he's born with a deformity in his arms. Now, Everybody's so used to this kid. It's not even a deformity anymore. You don't like stare at his arms. So if this kid was a kayan and he wanted to duchen, I'm not paskening. I'm saying I can understand where even a, a crazy deformity is not a problem. We're so used to it. So if a person, everybody's used to a certain thing, now that's why MDY socks, everybody's running around with MDY socks, it's not a problem. There's one very interesting halacha that the Yushami brings, and that is, that a deformity of midget, that even if everybody's used to, you can't. You can't duchen if you're a midget. Why? Or I should say, what do they call now? Small person. The reason is because people are going to think that it's a katan. You're, you're allowing a minor to, to duchen. All by, I'm talking about by himself. If he's with a tzibur, it's not about By himself. However, says the Yushalmi, but if he has a beard, and it's obvious that he's, he's, not, a, he's not a kid, then he's allowed to. All right, should we continue? Okay, we'll stop right over here because it's already 807. If they want to dive in, I don't want to get in their way. We'll start from here tomorrow. Raboisai, have a wonderful day. Most likely, I won't be in the Bismarck tomorrow as well. But everybody, feel good, stay healthy, and have a great day.